Hi everyone, welcome to Insanely Criminal. I'm Jem. And I'm Emma. And we are back again after another long break because I am so lazy. (laughs) We're both, it's just summer, it's like summer infrequent in the summer because, and obviously lockdown's over for now, so starting to like do stuff and go out of the house again i know like i said to you before i need to start staying in on weekends i just need to not be tempted to go out i need to sit down write podcast episodes (laughs) yeah i actually i had a day in when i say a day i had most of a day in on saturday um and i actually i really enjoyed it and then even this is how strong i was some of my friends messaged me and were like, oh, we're in Leeds, do you want to join us for a drink? So I said, oh, maybe. And then I thought, no, stay in tonight, Emma. Just stay in and have a nice night at home. And I did, and it was great. Oh, I quite like a Saturday night at home, though. Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed it. A treat. It was. That's, that's when, you know, you really need to start staying in a little bit when staying at home is a treat. I know. <laughs> Well, I was thinking to myself yesterday, like, oh, I'll stay in next weekend, but I can't. I'm going to Manchester. And I was like, right, I'll stay in the weekend after. I can't. I'm going out with people from work. I'm like, oh, I just need one Saturday night in the house. Just to watch shit TV. (laughs) This weekend so far, bearing in mind it is only Monday, <laughs> uh, I'm busy all day Saturday, but it's volunteering, very noble. So no, because it's volunteering at like a family fun day. So no alcohol or anything like that. Very wholesome. Very wholesome. Very good community minded. Um. So that's Saturday. So I can't really go out Friday because I need to be in Keithley for which is like five miles away maybe for 9am on Saturday morning oh. for a cap and working with kids you do not want to be hungover no you don't um, as a parent and as someone who works <laughs> with kids you definitely do not want to be <laughs> and then Sunday I'll be knackered from all the stuff on Saturday so I'm like oh actually maybe I'll stay in and maybe I'll save money and have no plans and no hangovers Ooh, I am going to check up on this and see. Uh... I mean, I might go out on Sunday. I might go for like a walk. <laughs> oh, I might go. Oh, I could maybe go for a bike ride. Yes, the new bike. Eee! I need to attach the basket and I don't have tools. <laughs> so I need to go buy tools. Oh, now. no. It's so. Honestly, I'm slightly annoyed because the bike wasn't. The bike was cheap in bike terms, I believe. I don't really know much about bikes. But I think it was reasonably cheap. But the basket had to be, obviously I bought a basket. The basket had to be set, bought separately, which was the first thing I was annoyed at because all the pictures of this bike show with the basket on. So the basket wasn't cheap. And then it doesn't come with two of the screws that you need to bolt it to the... There's like, you bolt it to the handlebars, but then there's like a stabiliser thing that attaches to the... I think it's called the fork. Cyclists, don't kill me. I don't know what I'm talking about yet. But it's to like support the weight of the basket so it doesn't like damage your handlebars. And they don't supply the bolts, but apparently that's standard. So I'm like, why would you sell a product 
but not give all the right parts for it. Like, what? what's the flex there? That's really... That is weird. It's just odd. And the <coughs> amount of reviews that have said, why, why do you not supply the two volts? It's like, there'd be like a penny each or something on a 40 quid basket. That's just ridiculous. And yet, not, they still haven't done anything about it. So I need to go buy bolts. I need to go buy a wrench. No idea what I'm doing. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. I've not been on a bike since I was about 10. Well, I uh, have only recently learned, as you know. Very proud of you for doing it. Very proud. Thank you. Thank you. My helmet's on the way. So as soon as I get my helmet, I'm going to like take myself out for a little ride in a quiet, a quiet area. <laughs> away from all traffic and people. <laughs> You'll be fine. I feel like I need someone to go with me just in case I fall off again. You need to get like a little ET to put in the front. Oh, I'll be, yeah. I'm putting like some Photoshop. There. Well, I have seen your Photoshop skills and they are pretty good. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> I actually almost sent you a picture last week saying, can you please Photoshop this in a similar way that you Photoshopped that dog? Oh, wow. But it was about one in the morning and I thought you wouldn't have appreciated it. <laughs> what day was it? I might have been... Was it a weekday? I think it was. Not last, not Saturday, just gone the one before. I would have still been awake then, you know. Oh, can you imagine? I just Sorry, everyone, I have to stop and Photoshop this picture. <laughs> no, I, no, I think I'd, I'd got home. Was I still up? Yeah, I was because I'd gone to that gig and then I got home about quarter to 12. And then I stayed up for like an hour and a half more, so he would have just caught me. But... <sighs> Should have done it. I don't think I was in the right state to do Photoshop at that time. <laughs> it would have been a, a very bad, even worse than my normal. Oh no, the other one was God tier. It's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was very good. Dog it said publish it, but I don't know. If, do I need to get the dog's permission? Um, I think you'll need the owner's permission. Yeah, and she wasn't happy with it. <laughs> What's he done to me, dog? You haven't really done it. <laughs> yeah, just for context, there was a, a joint in its mouth. <laughs> and it had a cap and some shit. Oh, no. So somebody <laughs> sent me a picture of their mum's dog. And he had a baseball cap on. A back backwards baseball cap. And he was just sat there loving it. Just didn't mind. So, because I'm, like, I say, a dab hand at Photoshop, actually, it's just Microsoft Paint because... I don't know how to use Photoshop, nor do I have a license. Um, I photoshopped uh, some like sunglasses, but like them classic meme sunglasses, <laughs> onto his face and put a little spliff in his mouth. And it looks, it's seamless. It really is seamless. It you know, does look maybe real. We'll, maybe we'll post it in a random story one day. I think we'll have to. So maybe we'll do an episode. If we do an episode about some kind of drug crime, I'll post a picture of the dog. So you can be like the drug, the drug lord. <laughs> maybe we should put a poll on our Instagram story after this episode goes out. Should, should we post the dog? Yes. Or no? Should we post a picture of the dog? It's it is proper funny. 
It is. Well, you the, when you showed it to me, that just ended me that day. I'm not going to reveal the name because I think the name is one of the best parts of it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so the name stays secret for now. We've got to protect him as well. I mean, well, he's got his, he's got a uh, he's got glasses on, so you can't see his like eyes. He couldn't be identified in a lineup. <laughs> He looks like a lot of other dogs as well, to be fair. <laughs> I so... can see it now. It was anyway. just when you randomly sent it to me that day that I just stopped <laughs> everything I was doing and lost my shit and showed it to the kids and they're like, what's so funny about that? I went, oh my God. <laughs> it's a dog with a spliff in his mouth and glasses on. <laughs> but the fun is, he was genuinely wearing a hat. <laughs> Well, when I first saw it, I thought the hat had been photoshopped on. No, no, no. No, the hat was the hat was legit. And then uh, we just embellished it. (laughs) I was like, so I did this at work, and I must have been laughing. I was laughing at my desk for about a good twenty minutes. I just I had tears in my eyes. And people were saying, what were you laughing at? And I couldn't tell him. Because I'm like, well, A, I'm at work. And B, is it appropriate to be putting splitting dog's mouths at work? Probably not. So, yeah. <laughs> I, just thought, I just, just thought of something funny. I just thought about that picture I've just made. Right, well, definitely put a poll up after. And then if the people want to see this dog, then... They're gonna You're have gonna to. I've built it up quite a lot though, so it's it's worth it. It's I think it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Nobody will be disappointed. No dogs were harmed in the making of this picture, I hasten to add. Yeah, don't shop us. <laughs> purely the dog was not harmed at all. The dog did not smoke. It is purely a picture. <laughs> just a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, just in case, just in case. But already, anyway. yes, this week's case. I know I usually do all the gross ones, and uh, that is coming in a couple of weeks, possibly. Um, but this week, we're doing a disappearance, mm. which is uh, one of my favourite things to talk about, which sounds quite bad, but I love disappearances. <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I like the mystery, and I'm like, oh, I just need to know what happened. I yeah. need to know. And this one, um, I still don't know. So this week, we're talking about Amy Lynn Bradley. Have you heard of her? I have not heard of her, no. No, I think this was like a bit, obviously a bigger case in the US. It didn't mm. really get any press over here. But oh, it's crazy. So are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Amy Lynn Bradley was born on May 12th, 1974 in Petersburg, Virginia, to her parents, Ron and Iva, and she was the sister of her brother named Brad. Brad Bradley. Brad Bradley. That's a very American name, isn't it? Brad Bradley. I wonder if it was Bradley Bradley or just Brad Bradley. Bradley Bradley. At least it's you have difficulty remembering it, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. BB. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, B-B. Double B. <laughs> Double B. <yeah. laughs> so through a basketball scholarship, 
Amy attended college in Longwood, Virginia and graduated with a degree in physical education. She was also a keen swimmer and a licensed lifeguard. Her family described her as happy. She had big plans for her future and was even planning to start a new job at a computing consulting firm. But this was all about to change. That never happens in these stories. No, they're always uh, just, you know, straight down the line. Although, did she have a happy childhood? It sounds like she did. did. Yeah. That's uh, that's a, a different one. Normally I couldn't... I couldn't find much about her childhood, so I would assume that it was a happy childhood because mm-hmm. you only hear about it when it's really bad. That is very true. So, yeah, I think she would have had a nice childhood, apart from having a brother called Brad. Brad, Brad, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Double Brad. <laughs> On... <laughs> Double Brad. Double Brad. So nice, they named him twice. I wonder if he says that to people. You're a poet, you don't know. Wow. <laughs> I'm so nice. Maybe you <laughs> you can imagine someone saying that, though. <laughs> had Tinder have been a thing in the 70s, that clearly would have been his bio. Oh, he would be killing it so on Tinder. Nice. They named me twice. Yeah. yeah. I bet he'd be the type to like be holding a fish in the picture. Probably. I mean, yeah. that's all that's out there. Anyway. If your name's Brad Bradley. <laughs> Brad Bradley. <laughs> well, this story is not about Brad Bradley. It's so. not. Uh, we wish it was. <laughs> so on March 21st, 1998, Amy decided to join her parents and brother on a week-long cruise named the Rhapsody of the Seas, mm. which is... Ew. It was headed for Curacao. Her family said that Amy was nervous about going on the cruise as despite being a keen swimmer and a lifeguard, she was said to be scared of the ocean. Which, to be honest, same, I'm quite scared of the ocean. I was going to say, like, I love the sea and I love the coast, but when I went on a cruise many, many, many years ago, it is very, very freaky when you're in the middle of the sea on a boat and all you can see in every direction is sea. Yeah. That's very... You just think... Anything happens, we are just in the middle of nowhere, like quite literally in the middle of the sea. And it would take a very long time for someone to come and rescue us. Exactly. I think that's what scares me. And the depth of the ocean terrifies me. Like, when I can't touch the bottom in a swimming pool, I get a bit freaked out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. And like, this is, I won't go very deep in the sea because I'm always. It's a stupid thing, but you know when you see like a diagram of the sea, like a cross section of the sea, and it goes, it's like, oh, it's just like a bit of land, and then there's suddenly a massive drop. Yeah, that sort of terrifies me, and I think I'll try and put my foot down, and there won't be any beach there; there'll just be ocean. Oh, and then I'll sink to the bottom, which clearly I won't. But that's just a weird little fear that I have. No, I think that's one of mine as well. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I'm not going on a cruise anytime let's, soon. Let's talk about, <laughs> forget crimes, let's talk about how scary the ocean is. That's the real crime. That's the, yeah, the real crime is how deep the sea is. <laughs> it is so scary, then. 
<laughs> and all this, the fish they don't know about, it just scares me. Oh, yeah. What's down there? <laughs> Let me say that we know more about like space than we do about the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and that is quite scary. That is. What's down there? Maybe we'll do an episode on what's down there. Yeah. We'll call that's... it what's down there as well. <laughs> yeah, they're hiding something. I know it. Who? <laughs> like the fish lords or something. Yeah, it could be. King Trident, King... whatever his name Tri- was. I used to call him King Trident because I got mixed up with his trident. Oh, but yeah. Was... So in my head, I always have to go, King Trident carries a trident so that I remember which way around it is. That's he just was... another little weird insight into my mind. He was quite buff too. For I, an old, for an I old was, guy. I definitely was um, King, King Triton. Yeah, same. Hot if I, if I had there. to. I mean, if he's in the bottom of the ocean, I might have to. Uh... Well, yeah, if he's down there, then that's, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> he's only King of the Sea or something. I think so. Or King of the Caspian Sea, at least. Anyway, we've gone off on a yeah, wild Yeah, we've re- this now. is going to turn into some weird Little Mermaid fan fiction. <laughs> let's bring it. <clears throat> okay. Okay, let's go back to normal-ish. So the cruise ship set sail from Puerto Rico and was due to call at Aruba, Curacao and St. Martins before heading back up to Puerto Rico. Before boarding the ship, Amy had sent some postcards to her friends saying how beautiful San Juan was and that she was missing them. Once the Bradleys boarded, they went to their room, which was suite number 8564, and the family all stayed in the same room. On their first night on board, the family attended a formal dinner and had their photo taken by a photographer on board. They were told that the photos would appear on the second night and would be available to purchase. Did you do that on the cruise? <clears throat> no, I didn't. It was a say cruise. It was like a budget cruise, so it was more akin to a ferry. But it was—I mean, it was great, and we saw some great places. But also, like we were skint, so we didn't really want to spend any money on anything on board if we could help it. Oh yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, I remember using—it was only. Um, 2012, 13 maybe. They had an internet cafe. That's how old school this No. Was. Actually had an internet cafe. Oh, I remember I sending an days. email. Sending an email to my parents. <coughs> From the cruise. That's crazy, yeah. But I think it's because obviously you don't get phone signal out at sea. And I think the Wi-Fi was A, very expensive and B, really dodgy. And this was before international roaming, which is soon to be taken away from us anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's it. So no captain's dinner for you? Oh, God, no. You could do that. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't, it's not really my scene. Getting no. dressed up. And then, to be fair, like, do, do I want to sit with a captain? Maybe. I wouldn't say it's a... Not an aspiration of mine, really. No. I did sit in the captain's chair, though. Oh. Because he was legit, like, wanted to sneak in there. You could, there was um, a free tour of the bridge. You know, I really like boats and things because I'm a bit sad. So I was like, 
let's go on this tour of the bridge. And there's a photo of me somewhere lurking about on the internet uh, of me sat in the captain's chair. Well, we should have got that photo for this episode. With a, with a hat on. <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> in fact, I'll dig it. I've got blonde hair as well. I look nothing God. like me. Oh, you have to see it and post it. Yeah, I'll find it. <laughs> I think I know where it is. <laughs> it's in your hand now. <laughs> <laughs> so during dinner, Amy gained attention from three waiters who invited her to spend the next evening with them in Aruba, but she declined. After dinner, Ron and Iva went back to their room. Amy and Brad went to the ship's casino for a little while and then went back to the room early to wake up refreshed for the next day. The Bradleys spent the whole day together in Aruba, where they left the ship and did some sightseeing. And that evening, there was a Calypso-themed party aboard the ship and a local dance troupe was invited on board to perform for the passengers. Mm. Quite fancy. Probably not my scene, the Calypso party, but... I think I'd enjoy that. I don't know, I think it would be a bit too fluorescent for me. Will there be cocktails and, like, pineapples and stuff? Because I'd like that. Oh, yeah. I might like the tackiness of that. I'd probably enjoy that, actually. Later, the Bradleys would say that they saw many other people from the local area board the ship to join in the entertainment. And this was unfounded as it would be impossible to say if they were local or not, or if they were just the ship's passengers, because there were more than 2,000 people on board. Mm -hmm. Brad then noticed Amy talking to two women dressed in uniform, but they were not the ship's staff. And years later... Brad said he is adamant that they were from the Scientology ship, the Free Winds, which was also docked in Aruba. I mean, if you know me. Scientology ship? Oh, yeah, they've got ships. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have watched hours and hours of Scientology documentaries. Is it just like... Is it... What do they use the ship for? Just getting about uh, yeah the they do they do like stuff like that and i think they do like a scientology cruise trip for scientologists oh, only that tom cruise has defo been on yep i'm sure i've seen pictures of him on the on one of their cruise ships with the captain's hat on i'm the, sure the, the more you know i know it's my useless information about Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> As the evening continued, the Bradleys decided to go and look on the board to see if they could find the photos which were taken the previous evening. But they couldn't find any that were taken of Amy and said they found this alarming. They asked the photographer where they were and he said he would look and see if he could find them but said he couldn't find them either. Other people, it's so weird, I think. But then other people said that they saw them previously, like earlier on in the day, but then they'd all disappeared. Oh, God. I know. It's so weird. This is like where the weirdness begins. Whilst Rod and Iva went to bed... She wasn't dead, was she? 
no, no. Was no. she a ghost the whole time? Oh God! Oh is God! That, imagine the story. <laughs> okay, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> and she was a ghost the whole time. She she died and when she was a kid, and she was a ghost. She was a sea captain. <laughs> that's not the end of the story. Apologies, I'll stop interrupting now. How good would that be, though? It would be good. Whilst Ron and Ivor went to bed, Amy and Brad decided to stay up and enjoy the nightlife on the ship. They seemed to be having a good time, and Brad even won a limbo competition. Wee, good Brad. Go on, double B. Just get it. <laughs> a band named Blue Orchid had been playing on the ship, and Amy attracted attention from one of the members called Alistair Douglas also known simply as Yellow. Okay. I mean, odd, odd nickname, but... A videographer was also filming the party and had planned to use the footage to sell as a souvenir when passengers were leaving to go home at the end of their trip. In the footage, which you can watch online again, um, it's not that hard to find. There's nothing like dodgy on there in the footage amy and yellow can be seen several times dancing with each other during the party and the final shot of them both was time stamped at 3 a.m brad returned to the room at 3 30 amy followed him five minutes later and she was seen on the cctv in the lift at 3 35 a.m and the door lock on the room timed her as coming back to the room at 3.40am. Brad and Amy stayed up for a little while longer together and then Amy fell asleep on the balcony. Ron woke up at around 5.30am and saw Amy through the balcony windows asleep with her cigarettes and lighter next to her. He went back to sleep until 6am. When he woke at this time, the balcony doors were open Amy and her cigarettes were gone. She had changed clothes but left her shoes. Ron got up to look for Amy, but he could not find her anywhere. He saw the ship's head of security and said his daughter was missing. But because she was 23 and had only been gone for 30 minutes, he did not seem interested. Which I think would be pretty standard. Yeah, she could have just you know, they, you wouldn't have been able to search the entire ship in 30 minutes. So no. I think that's fair, really. Yeah, I think so. Ron went back to the room and woke up Ivor and Brad. Ivor would later say that she knew straight away that something bad was wrong. The ship had not yet docked in Curacao, so the Bradleys were convinced that Amy would still be on board. The family asked the captain to announce on the tannoy that Amy was nowhere to be found. But the captain declined, saying it was far too early to use the tannoy system. And he also did not want the ship's passengers to start panicking. I mean, if you were on that cruise ship and the tannoy went off that early about a Mm. missing person, what would you do? Go back to sleep. I wouldn't have to say missing person it could just be like can Amy, I've forgotten what her name is please come to I don't know, 
information or something like that. Yeah. You could just say, like, as if, oh, we found your wallet or something, like... Yeah. You know, like they could, they could have just said that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think most people. Friend. I think most people would be up quite early though if the ship was about to dock. Yeah, you normally have to be like you normally dock about eight a.m. So if you want breakfast and stuff before you get off, yeah, like you have to be up early. So well, you are right. The ship did dock at eight a.m. Very good, very good boat knowledge. Look at this maritime knowledge right here. So it docked in Aruba and the gangways were lowered, which now meant that anyone could leave the ship if they wanted to. Ron demanded that the gangways be blocked. But again, the captain declined as he did not want mass panic to erupt. But he did finally put out a call on the Tannoy system, asking Amy Bradley to report to the ship's main desk. The captain also told the Bradley family that they had conducted a full search of the ship, but they could not find Amy. Brad started searching the ship himself, which is when he ran into Yellow. He said to Brad, I'm sorry to hear that your sister has gone missing, which Brad found quite strange, considering that no one really knew Amy had gone missing from the ship. He also said it was odd that Yellow didn't even offer to help to look for Amy. By now, it was lunchtime and still there was no sign of Amy. The Bradleys were told by the captain to consider the possibility that Amy had fallen off the ship. The Coast Guard was also called, but they could not find any trace of Amy either. And they searched in total for three days. Oh, wow. I know. The Bradleys called the US Embassy, who said that the FBI would arrive in 24 hours to assist. The Bradley family decided to stay in Curacao, as they were adamant she had left the ship somehow, but not of her own free will. They gave her description to anyone they saw, and she also had some very defining features so her ears were heavily pierced. She had like quite distinctive tattoos. So she had the classic Tasmanian devil spinning classic. a basketball on her, sh- on her shoulder. Brilliant. Yep. A Chinese symbol on her ankle. A gecko around her belly button. Classic. And defo. And a sun on her lower back. All classic. Also classic. <laughs> I'm going to go out and get all of these next week. The you've, ex- you've just described like a 90s temporary tattoo kit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, though. But I've seen someone with the Tasmanian Devil tattoo before on their shoulder. I mean, it wasn't Amy Bradley, but. What if it was? I should have checked the lower back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you've let that slip away. Well, you could have claimed the uh, prize if there was one. Oh, there is. And the, the reward. Prize. The prize. The prize was that's, I got to meet not the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. That is it quite what I meant. It's not a, not a game. I am aware of that. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> prize would be good. <laughs> anyway (laughs) so the FBI arrived the next day 
and were given permission to access the CCTV footage on the ship and were also allowed to interview staff. This is when it was uncovered that no full search had been conducted on the ship at all. I know. And the staff had just searched like common areas and like the toilets, restaurants and things like that. So they'd not been around the whole ship. Yellow was interviewed by the FBI and was given a polygraph test, which he passed. He says his room was searched at 6am, but no one knew that Amy had gone missing at that time. And after being interviewed, he turned to Ron, smiled and gave him a thumbs up. Yeah. And a lot of people think like, oh, this cut and dry, like yellow has something to do with Amy's disappearance. But he was cleared by the FBI. Um, so, I mean, we don't know. Mm. The ship docked back in San Juan, but Ron and Brad returned to Curacao and continued searching for Amy. And the Bradleys promised a $250,000 reward or prize to anyone who knew anything <laughs> about Amy's whereabouts. Whilst back in Curacao, a cab driver says that he was parked near the ship when it docked. He says a woman matching Amy's description approached him and seemed to be panicked. He said she was hurriedly looking for a phone, but nothing ever came of this sighting. And defeated, Ron and Brad returned back to Virginia. Leads came in via a hotline that the Bradleys had set up, but these all came to nothing. Amy's face was never out of the media. There were numerous TV shows about her and people were obsessed with the case. So, before we go into the theories, what do you think happened to Amy? Um, I think that something did happen with Yellow and possibly something went wrong and maybe she accidentally died somehow. So he pushed her overboard. That's just making it quite quite far. No, I like that one. That's a good that's a good theory. Or she uh wanted to escape for some reason and have a completely new life. So she just Right, you fall off a cruise ship. Probably would be seriously injured. Just the impact of the fall. Yeah, definitely, because they're so high up, aren't yeah, they? I mean, they're not like, small. And the water would be cold as well at night. So I suppose it was morning, but still, the mind, it's the like Caribbean, isn't it? So, but anyway, falling off a cruise ship, that would seriously injure you, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, hmm. Or maybe. I don't know. It's got to be some kind of foul play. I think so. I mean, I don't think it's like anything nice. No. But there are a few theories and there have been... Was it near the Bermuda Triangle? Oh, I don't know. Could be that. Always blame the triangle. Mm. (laughs) The fact that her pictures are gone, there's, there's... did the FBI ever pick up on that? Surely that's a bit weird. 
Oh, yeah, but I think there was, like, an explanation or something for that. Oh, right. okay. But I think also, even when they looked at the negatives, they couldn't find any that had been taken, like, off the Bradley family, even though they had their photos taken. That's really weird, though. Yeah, definitely. There's, no, there's some, definitely something dodgy here. Should we go into some sightings? Yeah, let's do okay. it. So in August 1998... A Canadian computer engineer said he saw Amy on a beach in Curacao when he was on a diving holiday. He said he was sitting on the beach and saw a woman walking with two men either side of her. When the woman heard him speak English, she walked towards him and pointed at her tattoos, especially one of a Tasmanian devil on her shoulder. Mm. And then one of the men uttered something and ushered the woman away. So that's one sighting. So what happened there? Did they not follow up on that? No, I don't think they could find her. That's the thing. It's just there's all these sightings, but then not many things come from it. Um, Apart from one, which was quite a major one, but that one was a bit dodgy. Okay. So in January 1999, a US naval officer said he saw a woman resembling Amy at a brothel in Curacao. She identified herself as Amy Bradley and said she needed help. The man said he ignored her pleas for help because he was scared of getting into trouble for being in a brothel. What? Yeah, and he only contacted Amy's family years later after he had retired. Oh, Crazy. Yes. So if that was really her, yeah, then he could have like signed a death warrant or something. Yeah, definitely. And there's pictures of this woman online too. And minus the hair, it's the same colour hair, but obviously much longer because this is months and months later. Yeah. Facially, to me, it looks like Amy Bradley. It's uh, mm. one arse though. Like, oh, I can't tell anyone. I will get into trouble. Oh, what a pig! I can believe that someone. <laughs> yeah, so could I. Um, and that's quite sad. Like, if it mm. was her, oh, awful. In March 2005, a woman claimed she had seen a woman matching Amy's description in a bathroom in a department store in Barbados. She said the woman came out of the stall and was shaking and said to the woman, my name is Amy and I am from Virginia. And she had three male companions. But again, nothing came from this either, which happens quite a lot. In 1999, the Bradleys were also scammed when a man named Frank Jones contacted them, saying that Amy was being held by Colombian gangsters. Frank Jones claimed to be a former member of the US Special Forces and offered to help set Amy free and return her home safely. He said he had an eyewitness who knew where Amy was and even described her tattoos. The U.S. sent two former Navy SEALs to Curacao to determine where Amy was, which is when Frank Jones demanded money in order to help the family. The Bradleys said that before they sent money, 
they needed hard evidence that Amy was where he said she was. He sent them a photo of the woman who he said was Amy and the Bradleys were over the moon. They had finally found Amy. And so they sent $210,000 to Jones. And he told the family to fly to Florida where he said he would call them as soon as Amy was free. And the Bradleys waited in a hotel room for a week before they realised they had been scammed. Mm, that's awful. I know. I think what was even worse was the woman in the picture. It was a man in a wig who had the oh, same God. body type and they put like a fake Tasmanian devil tattoo oh, on his arm. That's yeah. just evil. I know. Um... But yeah, this Frank Jones, he was arrested for fraud and he did get five five years in prison, which doesn't seem like a lot. Mm. Crazy. In 2005, again, the family received a photo of a woman who looks remarkably like Amy. Um, so yeah, this is the one I said before. Um, this was found on like a sex working website. Mm-hmm. Um, and an organisation found it because they helped to track down potential vic- victims of human trafficking. Yeah. And the woman in the photo appears to be distraught. And uh, I don't know. Mm. It is quite a sad oh. photo. Um, and the people who have like reported them have said that, you know, all these people always look distraught. Um, uh, and everyone always says like none of these sightings like potential sightings of Amy none of these women are like happy women no who appear to be like like if what you said she's gone off to start a new life there's nothing sound yeah there's nothing coming back like that and it's it could be horrible that someone on the ship has like held a hostage or something yeah, and then she's been like sex trafficked yeah. out of into like Curacao or something. Yeah. Well, in 2010, a jawbone was washed up on the beach in Aruba, which was found during the search for another well-known missing person, Natalie Holloway. Um, it was tested, and it did not belong to Natalie. Um, so they thought maybe, well, this could be Amy. But it was never DNA tested. Oh. Very odd. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, I don't think she's fallen off the ship. Um, no. Because they were only five miles away from docking. So she, I think, uh, using my... My wealth of sea knowledge, obviously. And, uh, <laughs> I think she would have washed up because yeah. five miles in sea terms isn't that far away. No. Um, so, yeah, she definitely would have washed up. So, you know, I think it's some kind of foul play and I think there was human trafficking involved. Mm-hmm. It's just... One of them that just keeps me awake sometimes <laughs> Like, I need to know what has happened. Um, just the fact that there's been so many, like, potential sightings of her, but none of them have come to anything. 
No, it's almost as if they don't want to take it seriously, which I think is absurd and must be so frustrating for the Bradley family. Yep. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, that was the uh, the tale of Amy Lynn Bradley. If anyone thinks something else happened, let me know because I need to know. I would like to think, oh, no, she just left and started a new yeah. life, but... It doesn't sound like Sid. No. That's really I, sad. Yeah, I still think Yellow had something to do with it, though. He's a bit yes. of a sketchy character. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, his name is Yellow, so... Mm. Must be a dick. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Not only have we uh, outed ourselves as fangirls of I almost called him King Trident. <laughs> Once it's in your head, it's really hard to 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 remember his correct name, and that's why I have to say <coughs> every time I'm going to say it. Triton uses a trident because otherwise I'll call him King Trident because I just always have. Maybe we should do a poll on this too, like hot or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I I did one, one no. a while ago, and I was like, "React if you're into King Triton." <laughs> Only one person reacted. Was it me? No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I would react to. <laughs> I was probably just too excited after seeing you. Yeah, he's passed out. His beard. Yes. Triton. Oh, we've got to do a separate podcast now just about him. <laughs> yeah, C podcast. Yeah. C cast. Cast away. No, okay. Oh, sorry, can you? But the tagline could be taking a deep dive. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. That would be good. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I promise to be back with my next episode uh and it will be as gory as always Hooray. i actually read about it in a book last week and i had to take an hour break oh, wow and whilst i was reading it like all the gory bits i was like i don't know if this is too much oh god and some of the stuff we have talked about as well yeah i think this might be the worst though so. oh wow okay um, it's the first time I've had to walk away from something. I think I need a break from, from that. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll look forward to it then. So you have to do a palate cleanser before me. I will. I will do a palate cleanser. <laughs> do you want about the sea? Sea crimes. Do you want about like piracy, I guess? Yeah. Ooh, like hijackings oh. and piracy. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. Leave it with me. Leave it with me. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. We are back. Hopefully, a bit more regular now. My life's calmed down. Yes, absolutely. I'm not being a slave to my child. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, thanks for listening. I uh, hope everyone enjoys the picture of the dog, if you want oh, to yeah. post it. And uh, 
Let us know if you think King, what's his name? Triton is hot or not. Hot, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. And uh, <laughs> let us know what happens to Amy Lynn Bradley. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is what we were here discussing. So. Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, everyone, right. for listening. And we will Thank see you, you next time. We will. See you later. Bye. Bye.